0: what's up y'all hey how's it going oh my god how's it going what's up welcome back to another episode of black news y'all it's canelia here for another week happy again to be here talking about black topics y'all know the deal black news is a podcast where i break down current events hot topics and local stories involving the blacks um couple things, make sure y'all tell all of your friends. Let them know we out here. We over here chopping it up per you. So let them know where we are and lead them in the right direction. First things first, make sure y'all like and subscribe to Black News on all platforms where you find and listen to your favorite podcast. I say this every week. I'm going to say it again in case you forgot. Or in case you didn't do like I asked, be sure to tell your friends and spread the word about the podcast. That's how we grow. That's how we build the community. That's how we continue having these fantastic conversations. We are on all platforms where podcasts can be heard. And if we're not, let me know and I'll be sure to get it added to your favorite podcast app or your favorite podcast website or platform. Um, And be sure to rate and subscribe leave five stars and a comment that is how traction grows right let's say you log into apple podcast you go to black news the page and you see comments you're like oh what's what's this podcast about they read the the review left by you your fantastic comment they see your wonderful rating of five stars and then people say they want to get in on this so make sure you guys continue to do that, continue to support and continue to spread the word. All right, let's get into it. So let's do a quick check in. It is the fourth quarter. We are wrapping 2021 up. It is October and maybe you're listening to this a little late. So it could be well beyond that, but I'm recording this October well into the month. Hell, it's damn near November. So how has and how did your year go thus far? For a lot of people, this is the time where they kind of wrap up any outstanding projects. For some people, it's that final push to get stuff done. For others, they're just ready to wrap this shit up. Hey, let, let's be real. Let's give it a hunt. Some people want to wrap this shit up. So what does that mean for you. Um for me, 2021 had all of the elements, right? And I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to talk about this as we get towards the official end of the year when I do maybe like a year wrap up. That'll be cool. Yeah, I'm going to do a year wrap up. I don't know what it's going to entail, but just thinking ahead, maybe just a recap of some of the things that went on. But for where I am right now, this year had uh, some great career moments. It had some great accomplishments, got me some little extra coins in there. I also had some challenges, right? Some health issues, things that I haven't dealt with in the past before. Burnout, but I'm I, I burn myself out every year. When you have multiple careers going at the same time, it's hard to manage. It's very it's it's a lot to deal with. You basically work all day every day and not working all day like oh nine maybe you clock out at seven no I'm working from the time I wake up from the time I go to bed but an aspect of that can be very fulfilling because you're accomplishing your goals so um, this year also had a lot of death um, people in the comedy community have been dying peers that are close to my age some younger some a little older And on top of that, we are still in a global pandemic. So for me, this year has had all of the things. One thing that I am happy about that I have been focusing on, and I started this probably the end of 2020, I started going to therapy. I going to therapy has been, well, consistently going to therapy because I've had random. Uh, Moments and spurts of therapy throughout and over the years. But consistently going to therapy has been one of the best things I have ever done in my entire life. I'm an advocate. I'm one of those people who believe that black people in general overall need to take their ass to therapy. We are a traumatized group. Whether you are personally traumatized or not, whether you have things that you're dealing with currently in your life maybe maybe everything is going great for you but as a black person walking in the world and living in this country and interacting in different spaces whether you are the the only black person at work whether you had run-ins with the police whether you've been discriminated against whether you went to a PWI and had to navigate being 1% 1% of the population on the campus of maybe 300, well, no 30,000. Cause those be the numbers we have all been affected in some way. I so therapy ha, is, it does wonders. Um, and I just, you know, want to throw that out there, but this year, um, including going to therapy has been a huge help, especially when it comes to boundaries, boundaries and setting boundaries and understanding the importance of it and actively pushing them y'all it y'all, oof, it has been when i tell you i'll be setting boundaries okay I, i'm setting boundaries on anything hey kenny you, you want to know do you feel no do you feel no that's not part of my journey today Maybe we should. um, I'm not feeling that does that doesn't align with my goals. I'm I'm setting them and I'm not even 100 percent there yet because a part of me learning about boundaries and learning how to draw my line in the sand. I'm still slightly uncomfortable. I'm used to saying yes and and doing things that I don't want to do and go along with stuff that I don't want to go along with and putting myself in situations that I know I'm going to be uncomfortable in just so I don't make other people uncomfortable by telling them no, or that I don't necessarily agree. I don't want to do that anymore. So I'm actively laying down and exercising my boundaries, but that's something that was a part of my year. And then that's something that I'm going to continue on and hopefully get better at in this final quarter. Um, But for some people, the end of the year, It is depressing for them for the holidays. It can be very triggering for people who have lost loved ones, for people who aren't with their family during this time. It could be heavy. It could be dark. It could be lonely. And I, I get it. I don't necessarily have that experience. I love the holidays. I don't care where I'm at. I love them. So I'm one of those people that I just get so excited when I see decorations and things. But for people who don't have that same feeling, I am with you and I understand. Feel free to reach out to me if you need resources. There are numbers you can call. There are groups that can provide community. And just, you know, try to find some resources that can get you through this time. But I do advocate for and I want all of us to check in with ourselves check in with yourself how are you doing and if you ain't doing good you know what you ain't doing good that's totally fine if you're doing fantastic you're doing fantastic but I do want us and and this is more so for me to start taking care of ourselves a little more and still finish out the year strong however that may be for you finishing the year strong for you may just be making it through sometimes you just need to make it to december 31st man some hey i've been there so there's been some years where i'm like yo just get me to to the to the, to the, the finish line of that was damn near that was 2020 we all wanted up, up out of 2020 honey we all want it out so i understand. If that's you right now, hey, I I, I hear you. For me, I'm going to keep focusing on my goals. I'm going to f- wrap this quarter up. I got some things that I need to um, career-wise accomplish, some projects that I want to finish and want to start on. I want to continue to make my health a priority. And, um, yeah, I'm just going to keep getting it. Whatever it means. Right now, it for me, means any damn thing I want it to be. So I uh, hope that you guys, you know, not necessarily feel the same, but kind of have an idea of how you're doing and, and a plan to, to wrap this year up, whatever that means for you. So hit me up. Let me know what you guys um, are looking forward to accomplishing, finishing, wrapping up focusing on for this final quarter and if y'all got some good holiday plans y'all let me know what y'all got going on and it better not be pumpkin pie related because it's nasty but hit me up at canelia um, and check in with me now i'm not gonna even lie to y'all i ain't even gonna lie i was not excited about this past versus when i first heard about it y'all know i love me some verses i love it I love old black culture, hip-hop, and I love it. Obsessed. So naturally, I would be one of the people loving and looking forward to verses. I wasn't mad when they went to Trilla. I get b- full productions. I want to see it. Bang. D- all of it. But, y'all, I, when I they said Big Daddy Kane versus KR West 1, I was like, nah. You just, I just, ain't I just, y'all know it was just, initially I thought it was too old, but, but not old enough for me. If that makes sense, y- y'all get it? Like meaning older rap, like I prefer, like I like rap music, but I don't naturally go back and listen to anything before maybe 94 95 so i was like "Eh, granted i grew up with young parents we had the fat boys on vinyl we had um houdini on vinyl one love by houdini is one that was my very first and one of my favorite rap songs ever so i i i love it but it ain't my go-to it's just not so when i saw Big Daddy Kane versus Carrie was one. I was like, ah. and then y'all know Carrie One be like grumpy. Like he like that grumpy older dude. And, rap. I did and when I say older, for example, I want it so old that the people be having gray hair. Like the Isley brother, y'all know, I love that Isley, uh, brothers and Earth, Wind & Fire verses, the Patti LaBelle and Gladys Knight versus Ooh, I was obsessed with it. Loved it. But this one, I was like, man, it's going to be too old. This is weird. That's just how I felt. I was so pleasantly surprised. I loved this verses. It turned out to be everything I wanted, but didn't know I wanted. Everything I could have hoped for. Oh, y'all. First, it was at Barclay Center in Brooklyn. Y'all know I love me some New York. I lived in New York for five years from twenty two thousand five 2005 to 2010 i've kind of feel like i grew up in new york i'm from michigan i'm from flint michigan i left flint right after high school went to college in virginia i went to hampton shout out to hampton y'all know i'm about to say it shout out to hampton HBC Youth pirates in the building moved to dc for a year moved to new york i was in new york in my like from like 23 ish um to 27 28 that's prime time i had the time of my life the experiences of my life i grew up pretty much in new york i feel like so you know the fact that it was in 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 brooklyn i was already like "Mm -hmm, i should have went even though i wouldn't have because initially i didn't like the matchup it just it was just too old for me anyway but it was so fantastic so to recap Big Daddy Kane, or shall I say Big Zaddy Kane? Because Big Big Zaddy Kane hey man, hey, he the brother still got it. He had the somebody said he looked like the ex drug dealer that's that saved his money and who living comfortably. He had that track suit on. zipped down to the to the taco meat a Fedora. He had the uh the the D nice fedora on. KRS-One was a typical KRS-One gear. He had the, the black t-shirt on, the skull cap, and the jeans. You know, it w- will be expected for both. I low-key thought Big Zaddy Kane was going to come out with a mint coat on, but he didn't. It was going to be too hot up in there. He would have passed out. But it was basically Boogie Down Productions versus the Juice Crew. Now, throughout, y'all know it's always those moments where you're like, oh, shoot, I forgot about this song, or that's your song? Throughout this whole versus battle, all of the beats, especially from Carol S1, I was like, yo, this his song? This is his beat? I'm talking about beats hard. Y'all, hard. I was over here, you know, when you watching like documentaries or people in the studio and then the producer be like bobbing his head super hard, you are like, man, that brother neck gonna snap into the two. I had the producer neck. I had to make in the band one when he, when Puff was in the studio with Babs and him, I had that neck. I'm talking about uh, uh, like I'm, beats nasty. That was throughout the whole thing. The whole time I was like, yo, that that's his big beat? that, fire beats fire on both ends. There was an element of, um, it was just, so authentic right it was just the authenticity and the the camaraderie but then the competitiveness between the two they have history they've known each other since they were kids came up in the in the in the in the game together so they had that relationship so it was nice to see that it was like that friendly battle so some aspects that stood out freestyling both rappers they can rap Big Daddy Kane and KRS1 can rap their asses off. We knew that. And if you didn't know, you know now. But that's one of the things, especially when you talk about new rappers and with Big Daddy Kane. Like, think about it. Jay Z, Big Daddy Kane was one of Jay Z's mentors. That's why Jay Z still holds him in such high regard because one, Kane took him under his wing and basically put Jay Z on in a way. But lyrically, Kane, like he, yo, he, man, he was freestyling. I was like, yo, what, what, yo, the big Zeddy Kane out here. Same with KRS-One. I'm talking about straight bars. I do want to throw in though, and I was reading like a bunch of recaps online from people about the versus battles. And, and I kind of, I see this point. People were saying when it comes to freestyling now, a lot of people aren't necessarily battling the person on stage with them. They low key battling Jada Kiss, which can can be a, a downfall in a way, right? Jadakiss, the ghost of Jada Kiss lives on in every verses, and now people are performing trying to top that Locks versus Dipset battle in the performance from the front Locks in general, but specifically Jada Kiss, so that can kind of be hovering over over the night. And I and I can see the point where they're coming from, but uh, either way, it was still it was still it was just hella dope. So they had freestyle elements. At one point, uh, Big Daddy Kane, when he was doing um, the song um, "I Go to Work," he climbed down off the stage and was trying to hop over a barricade, y'all. That barricade had the brother on the ropes. I was like, "Oh, Big Daddy Kane gonna throw his back out." Yeah, I'm talking about shaking legs, shaking, child. It looked like a little leaf. He made it over though. It, it was, he, he did it. Um, and he got his ass back up on stage. They brought out break dancers. They had B-boys. Y'all, I was so, oh, I loved it. Cause y'all know elements of hip hop. When you talk about, especially the eighties and the start eighties, nineties, New York hip hop. And I'm talking about early nineties break dancing, the B-boy culture and graffiti. That was heavy with hip-hop the only thing missing from the night was if somebody was in the background uh, painting scr- tagging something if they had some graffiti artists back then, man I take I would have walked to New York City for the performance anyway they had the break dancers they also had the DJs DJs were a big part of hip-hop culture more so back then than they are now yes DJs are you know still big but they don't hold the same weight now I feel as they did in the 80s and the 90s mainly because of scratching so dj Scratch and kid capri had a couple moments where they were trying to have a battle but dj scratch kind of got out of hand and he was trying to take it to the next level to the point where big daddy came was like okay enough chill dj scratch even took had a freddy a mask jason mask on then at one point he took his jordan off was about to start scratching with the jordan child put the jordan one back on and get back to work but people want to get on get in on the battle and it's a good time so i understand it but he was trying to battle the legendary kid capri so hey that's a whole another level kid capri is a legend and for people of my generation and some of y'all listening we in the same generation some are slightly older and then some are younger but we know kid capri from where deaf comedy jam deaf comedy jam he was the, the the dj i believe the entire time the show was on Throughout every iteration of hosts for for that for that um that show, so you know we already know kick Capri a legend, and he was with KRS One, DJ Scratch was with Big Zaddy Kane. The performances and the special guests, y'all. This what took me over. It's one thing to see a versus. and in those early years, not years, but those early months of verses when we were on the wide the raggedy Wi Fi with it. We couldn't, there were no, there were no guests because people were in their own houses. We were quarantined. Sometimes we didn't even get a good battle because you didn't know, you didn't know what they were saying because they was on damn AOL dial up. Hell, we don't even mention the 112 versus Jagged Edge battle because it was so raggedy. But anyway, they brought out, when I tell you they brought out people who nobody expected, Mad Lion, Das FX buckshot hakeem nice and smooth y'all. Yeah. craig g a uh, master ace roxanne shante got on stage y'all came out and did she she had bars y'all i roxanne shante when it comes to rap in general yes we can talk about women and rap but we talking about rap in general And Big Daddy came mentioned this while he was on stage. If it wasn't for Roxanne Shantae, a lot of these rappers, male rappers, wouldn't even be on. She is responsible for a lot of their the start of their career. So, you know, with with them coming out combined with the B-boys, breaking the the DJ aspect, the freestyling, it was just oh it was chef mm, it was just oh i loved it i loved it um i am looking forward to the next one i hope it's old as hell too i don't want no young mercies i can't relate i can't relate i am a consumer of black culture i am a consumer of nostalgia i'm a consumer of black nostalgia so if it don't The verses don't transport me back to at least, you know, a time where I was maybe a teenager, maybe a young girl, maybe even, you know, in the car with my mama and them listening to music. I don't want it. I will say I'm going to throw out a couple people who verses I would love to see. I don't know who they're going to battle. And that ain't that ain't my job to pair them up. I just want to see them get that respect that they deserve. I want to see the award winning Tony Braxton. In on stage verses, I feel like Tony Braxton is slightly overlooked when we talking about legends and we talking about singers and R and B. We don't we kind of skip past and be like Mariah Carey, Mary J Blige, and Whitney Houston. Yeah, yes, that is true, but Tony Braxton had a hell of a run. That first Tony Braxton, when she had the short haircut and the love should have brought your ass home. That Tony Braxton, she worked the hell out of that album. And my listen, that alone solidifies Tony Braxton. I would love to see Tony Braxton. I would love to see Faith Evans. I would love to see that Jermaine Dupri, uh, Puff Daddy matchup. That ain't gonna happen. I would love to see anybody that I respect and and admire on this platform. I ain't one of those people that just be throwing out somebody like somebody was like we should do they should have a case versus Donnell Jones versus no they shouldn't I love me some R&B dudes but no we don't need no touch me tease me versus where I want to be I am we good guys now if they had that concert you know they doing like the Chicago concert where it's like Carl Thomas Dave Hollister and Donnell Jones grouped up. I'm going to that show I'm going to the concert But we don't want to see them in verses. And at this point, I'm just rambling. So with that said, did y'all watch? Did y'all have as much fun as I did? Were you over the moon with the curation of black culture in that space? Were you just as excited as I was? Or were you not feeling it at all? And did you not even tune in? Because like me, you thought it wasn't going to be good. I, I feel you. But I'm so glad I decided to watch it. Let me know if you did what you thought, which performances you preferred. If you even knew Big Daddy Kane and KRS-One, because some of y'all listening too young even know who that was. Let me know all of that. Hit me up on social media at Cornelia and give me all of the details and tell me who you want to see in a versus battle. And if you agree about uh, Miss Tony Braxton, because they, she, yeah, that, hey, miss tony still out here killing she be on ig with a bikini on so we gonna keep, put some respect on her name but hit me up and we'll talk about it honorable mention time i'd like to give a quick shout out to candace parker who led the chicago sky to their first WNBA championship this past weekend sunday they beat the phoenix mercury in a series three to one this, I believe, is Candace's second NBA championship. It may be her third. Um, and she was originally, and y'all know for a long time, she was with the LA Sparks, but went back to her hometown, Chicago, and brought home the championship. I saw clips online. I didn't get to watch the game, but it seemed like it was just a great and a fantastic moment. Candice Parker is one of the best basketball players of our generation, men or women. Candace is a dog. Y'all know they be talking about people's dogs. Candace a dog. She is such a good basketball player, has been through, you know, a lot of injuries. You know, as women basketball players, and y'all may not know this, they don't make a lot of money in the WNBA. So the majority of them also play overseas in the off season. Hell, some of them got other jobs. So, for her to still be at it at age, maybe 34, 35, she has a daughter who she shared a a beautiful moment with after her win. It was so touching. Your girl done teared up. I started crying when I saw it. It was just so special. So, for her to be able to go to a new team and win a championship quick like that that, yo, kudos to her. That is a huge accomplishment. And most people don't pull that off so congratulations to that entire team for their first WNBA championship she i believe has another year left on her contract so maybe they're gonna do a back-to-back out a circa back-to-back bad boys pistons 1988 89 whatever the case may be but i hope she has another good run with the team and, and can and can bring home another championship. And I want us to support the WNBA more. I know I need to do a better job of, of doing that. I used to historically watch basketball. I am a basketball fan. Um, I, I played basketball in high school. I wasn't good, but I played. And I looked hard in my basketball outfit. So, you know, I was out here really killing them on the court with the looks and, and the style. But I am a fan of the game haven't been watching as much I don't know who none of these new players are but I know Candace Parker and I know a couple of other uh, good players so um, I want us to continue to support and, and to and to increase viewership any way that we can so keep watching the WNBA congratulations to the Chicago Sky and um, you know let me know your predictions for next season, especially if, you, if you've if you been watching, because I don't know a damn thing. Who's supposed, who y'all think going to take it next year and who had a good enough squad this year where you think they're going to they gonna have a, an opportunity to dethrone or to, um, to win their first, second or third WNBA championship. Now I want to bring back cold piece of the week. In case you are new to this podcast, maybe you don't know who I am at all. Back in the day, many, many years ago on Afterbus TV, I used to do a segment called Cold Peace of the Week. I it was basically an honor that I would bestow onto a person, place, or thing that week that was cold. Now, cold could be cold like, like the shit, or cold can be dead wrong it could be good or bad it just depends on where we at for the week but it's similar to how your parents your auntie your uncle be like mm, she a cold piece you can you take that however you may but it's something that I want, I want to bring back and especially i want to bring it back after i went to this particular restaurant in sherman oaks so cold piece of the week goes to Silo restaurant in sherman oaks california for being one of the most delicious soul food spots that I've ever had in my entire life y'all this food this food y'all ever been somewhere and the food was so good that you wanted to bust in the kitchen and yell out who cooking the food who back here cooking the food that's what happened I didn't go back there but when I tell y'all I wanted to drive, get back in my car, drive over to that restaurant and kick that door down. That food was so good. It is a new restaurant that popped up during the pandemic. Small. It's like a, this, this little shopping plaza, but small black owned soul food spot. Cute inside decor, maybe a couple of tables so you can sit down and enjoy your food or you can take it to go. And y'all, I don't eat meat. So I ordered the veggie side platter. Four sides came with it. Or was it three? It was the greens. I had collard greens, black eyed peas, candy yams. Yeah, I had three. I... Order. I was like, you know what? This sounds like a cute place. I had a good conversation with the young woman at, at the register. We chopped it up. I told her how I heard about it. Low key, some white people posted about it on Next Door saying it was delicious. And then the black people started chiming in on the post talking about, yeah, that's right. It was delicious. So I was like, let me go see what they talking about over here at CeeLo. Y'all, yeah, I get the, the to-go um, food. I drive home. You know, it's going to be good. And automatically in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm gonna put a couple pieces of veggie chicken in the air fryer and have it with my, my veggie side platter. Y'all, that food was so damn good. Y'all, that food was so, y'all, that food was so good. It was so good. First, I was sopping up all of the, the food with the veggie chicken tender. You, you know, you can't absorb nothing with no, 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 no veggie p- products. I was scraping that styrofoam. you I was scraping the styrofoam. I was making noises and I'm not a foodie. Y'all, good food is good food. I'm I'm not a food, but I know when something good is hell. Y'all, this food was so good. I was humming. I was licking the the fork, scraping the paper, the styro the the paper to go container. Oh. It was some of the best soul food. I've ever tasted, and I come from a black family and a black mama that can cook her butt off. My mama can cook, okay? She can cook. I know people who can cook. I do a, a pretty solid job, especially with with food like that. When I tell y'all that ain't, y'all, this food was so damn good. Shout out to CeeLo Soulful Restaurant. That is spelled C-E-E dash L-O restaurant in sherman oaks california it is so good i'm telling you if you are in that area if you in la county drive your ass out to sherman oaks for this food the the chef was was very nice he came out the kitchen and dropped it off he was like we'll be with you in a minute uh sis i was like you know what thank you brother thank you I was chopping up. Like I said, I had a nice conversation. People were coming in and out. They even had a paint and sip schedule for the next week or so. Y'all, they doing other activities with drinks, cocktails. They don't have drinks and cocktails on a regular basis, but they did for the paint and sip. But please support this business. Please support this business. They get cold piece of the week. Hell, I'm going to give them cold piece every time I go there. It was so good. They have reasonable prices. They offer anything from you know seafood. They have chicken. They have uh, vegetarian options. They got desserts. It was just oh y'all, one of the best chefs. Get, mwah, it was just mwah, delicious. So, cool piece of the week goes to CeeLo Restaurant, Sherman Oaks, California. Please, please, please get out there and visit them and patron patronize. Um, they are is that the word we saying? patronize that that establishment as soon as you can that's it for this week's episode of black news y'all thank you thank you thank you thank you so much for supporting the podcast thank you whether you spreading the word or not for being supportive and sticking by me week after week i believe we probably up to week eight or nine now so we out here cooking we build momentum so continue to support and thank you all so much for being supporters of the cast make sure y'all like and subscribe on all platforms where podcasts can be heard for example when you like and subscribe on apple podcast be sure to leave a comment that's how we continue to grow the community people that may not know about the podcast they read your fantastic comment and they're like listen i want to i want to see what they over here talking about let me let me click play continue to do that so we can continue to grow and build hit me up on social media and let me know if there's topics that you want to discuss maybe it's something that's being overlooked in the news let me know and we'll add it to the rundown got shows in los angeles county area posting on my website and on my twitter and instagram so hit me up and check my calendar so you can come and see me live in person doing stand-up comedy and as always thank you again for sticking by me and supporting continue to go out here and kill it this week killing all your endeavors or if you're just kicking back and relaxing or if you got stuff going on that's okay too but i hope that you all have a good week and We'll see you back here next week same time same place. Bye.